With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> oh, gee. Okay, so pulling back the curtain on this one. Start of a new week here at SEM. We're all excited about that. So I just started bouncing up and down on my toes and my right knee game. <laughs> I've copped an early season injury. And games are just around the corner too. This is a... I was going to say, this is disturbing for the club, but not really. <laughs> I, think they'll, I think they'll move forward. G'day afternooners. Thanks for tuning in, however you were listening. SEN welcomes you to what we would like to describe as a very broad house of worship. If you're north of the border, half your luck. You're in Queensland, and you're listening via SENQ Brisbane, 6.93 a.m. on that AM dial on the radio, okay? South of the border, SEN Sydney. 11.70am on the AM dial. If you're outside of those areas, download the SEN app and you can listen anywhere at any time. The open line number, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, 1170 hundred dollars cash. That's up for grabs. Thanks to Tristan and the team at Topsport. I know this is in your phone. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. So the hundred dollars cash and the Signet Boost Power Bank to give away. A green keeping rooster won it on Friday, but he said, you know what, I've already got a couple of these. So I think I took that over the weekend, but there you go. Uh, remember, you can listen to the podcasts, uh, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And a big shout-out to Alex and the team at sbsfence.com.au. They are the naming rights sponsors of this program, and we love them. Big show today, big show. So Zach Bailey up to give us all the latest in the world of rugby league. Former Socceroo Scotty McDonald. Ooh. We'll get Maestro's thoughts on this. I'm looking at it, must admit, didn't get up at 2 a.m. Saturday. Uh, but watch the highlights. No, 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 no. We'll apportion blame somewhere. Uh, we'll leave it up to Maestro to do that. He's still shaking his head right at this point. We'll get a sports update from Maestro as well. All-Stars head coach Ronnie Griffiths. We spent the weekend tracking him down. We had him on Friday and then we didn't. So we've got him. Today, which we're looking forward to. Uh, that's just around the corner, isn't it? Uh, February 16th. So uh, the two-time NRLW Premiership winning coach, Ronnie Griffiths, uh, going back for a second year as coach of the All-Stars. The Who Am I is there. The afternoon's amplified something we might have missed. We'll miss nothing on the text line, all thanks to SBS Fence. And remember, portable fence and toilet hire in Sydney and anywhere else. Go and check out sbsfence.com. .au. All right, let's get stuck into it. The big story of the day is on the back end of the article written in today's Telegraph, uh, News Limited websites. Uh, PVL sits down with Buzz Rothfield, Phil Buzz Rothfield, and everyone wants to talk about the North Sydney Bears.
as I said, everywhere I go, the most commonly asked question I get since I've been a rugby league administrator is when are you bringing back the Bears? Mm. Look, they've got to be in the equation there somewhere. They can't be a standalone team in Sydney because there's too many already. Yeah. But they certainly can be part of a, a future team, um, you know, be it the Pacific, be it Perth, be it wherever. Uh, there, there's an opportunity there for them. It makes sense that, that they'd be brought back in some fashion because they've got 200,000 members. They're certainly in the equation. All right, so that audio courtesy of News Limited. Bears back in the NRL. In what form? Not the North Sydney Bears, we know that. The Perth Bears or the Perth Jets? They might have been snookered there, the Bears. Or or where does it happen after that? If we assume that PNG is next, and I think that's a fair assumption, and then we start looking at 19th team. I remember having Blake Solly, the CEO of the South Sydney Rabbitohs, on the program last year, and we talked about 20 teams, and he said it was ridiculous. So it be interesting to know his thoughts on this one. Uh, do we go to a 19th team? Do we go to a 20th team? 20 teams by 2030. That was a, a mantra that James Magnuson was singing this morning. We heard from Daniel Dixon, the chair of the Bears. Billy Moore, we've had him on the breakfast show. This is a bear-free zone in the afternoon. And maybe this will help you understand why. One game maximum, maximum at North Sydney Oval. Like, it's just not fit for purpose. If it was 1924 and we wanted to get the Bears back, perfect, fantastic, lovely tree, the wooden seats in the molly dive stand, they're perfect for rugby league viewers. But not now. Not now when you can go to Combank Stadium, you sit in air-conditioned comfort, watch the footy, have your Chardonnay and not be in counting... You know, leaves from the trees falling into your glass of wine. That's not going to happen at Combank Stadium. That will happen at Bear Park. Literally, pre-season game, maybe a, a game early in the, oh, against Manly. No, that's going to be your big selling game. You want to take that at home? Oh, I don't know. I don't, you tell me, which one? Which game? And maximum one. Oh, it's a non-negotiable two to four. Really? Well, you're out of the comp then. Now come and negotiate again. So that, that, that I mean, that's that's how they that's how it goes. So uh, anyway, give us your thoughts on that. Las Vegas, the crowd is not what it's going to be as far as success for me, says PVL. I, I said it last week. I'll write the press release now for you if you want. The National Rugby League is proud to announce the outstanding success of Round One at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas to kick off the 2024 rugby league season. Like, as I said in the the chat with Matty White, there's Phil Rothfield just running up and then that little lob up there. PVL, hit that. Go on, give that a whack. Seriously. So here are the things that really did catch the attention. Okay. Andrew Abdo, <laughs> CEO. Let's have a listen to what PVL says about his CEO, Andrew Abdo. Andrew Abdo is one of the best CEOs I have ever worked with, and, and, and that's, that's a big rap because I've worked with some excellent CEOs. The problem with Andrew is that he thinks of the game too much. He's trying to do his best at all times. So when he gets into arguments with people, he's trying to do, he, his intention is the right one. He's trying to do the best for either the NRL or whoever, whoever he's dealing with. And, and it's easy for me to come along at the end when all the arguments have happened because the emotion has taken over the common sense. So you just walk in and you can basically take the emotion out of the argument, compromise a little bit, and you get a deal done. So 
But all the, all the hard work has already been done. So poor old Andrew, he's done all the rigmaroles and then at times, that's what chairs are for, is to come in and, and assist the process. He needs to work on those areas that he's not strong on. But he, but he has a lot more areas that he's very, very strong on than he has weaknesses. And as I said, he's as good a CEO and the game is fortunate to have him, to be quite frank. Okay, so anyone able to contact Andrew Abdo for comment on this one? Like, I thought that was a bit of an airing of dirty laundry, right? So... I would have thought, hey, he's doing an outstanding job. We're incredibly satisfied with the way things are tracking for the National Rugby League and we're excited about our future. And Andrew Abdo as the CEO is a huge part of that. And if it's a different message internally, hey, that's what we all agree on. What the coach says in the press conference is not what the coach is saying to the players. But we got the whole box and dice here with with PVL. Um, That was interesting. That was interesting. Here's the other bit that you know I thought was really interesting, and that was, oh, well, all the money, the way people are watching sport is changing quickly. Free-to-air is not where we get our main source of revenue. It comes from subscription television. Who's the subscription television provider for the National Rugby League? That's Fox Sports, owned by News Limited. Phil Rothfield works for the Daily Telegraph, owned by News Limited. What is the one thing we don't know about the deal that the NRL cut with News Limited about subscription television? We don't know the value of it. I can tell you everything else about the broadcast deals of the AFL. $643 million a year for seven years, up from $473 million. How much for the NRL? Don't know. What about in the annual report? No. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll get total revenue and we'll just put it at one figure. $575 million, 2022. And what did it come from? Don't worry about that. Don't worry. We know that it's $115 million a year from Channel 9. Can we get some trans... Buzz, anyone? Follow-up question? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me with a follow-up question. Anyway. Anyway. Right. What else is happening? Uh, Shane Richardson's appointment. Oh, alarm bells ringing at the West Tigers over this one, apparently. Confusion growing at the West Tigers. Who wrote this? Oh. Phil Rothfield of the Daily Telegraph. An internal Tigers source recently alerted to the fact that the club had signed rookie Queensland Cup centre Solomon Fartape. So we talked about this, didn't we? Transparency. We, were, we wanted transparency. So apparently there were video uh, videos that were sent through and emails that were sent. And I don't know. It seems all very a significant investigation for a player who's going to be 29 or 30 on a roster. Uh, but transparency. Why? Why are we doing this? And here's the next part of it. Where did this information come from? Well, I think what the the good news is that the Tigers aren't leaking anymore. The ex-Tigers are still leaking, but the Tigers aren't leaking anymore. And we can be clear on that. And maybe, just maybe, that lunch at Grappa was worthwhile. Maybe it was... Remember that one? That's where Buzz nominated Tim Sheens as the coach of the future for the West Tigers. Uh, love to get your thoughts on that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 The text line 0457 736 736. Another article. I heard Michael Carianis talking about it this morning with James Magnuson, Junior Rugby League standoff as districts reject tackling and grand final ban. I don't think there's any issue around the tackling thing. That's for the under sixes and then halfway through the year they, they start tackling. So here I am at, at the coalface, right? I'm a coach last year of the under nines team. No grand finals. We didn't make the grand final, if you want to 
get into semantics, but that's not important. So the MacArthur Rugby League, they're not going to sit. They've got a meeting on Wednesday night. They're going to determine this. West Tigers Junior Rugby League Chairman Daniel Draper, it's not popular in our district. Last time we put it to a vote to the clubs, they didn't want it. I'll tell them of the ramifications and we will go with what the clubs decide. I represent the club. So there you go. So I got a text message over the weekend. I put my hand up again to coach the under-10s at Camden. Don't know what side. Don't care, to be honest. Uh, And they said, well, have a look at this. And I'm like, I don't really care. I mean, the data says that the kids play longer when they don't keep score. The kids keep score. Every kid knows. Every kid knows whether they win or lose, right? The fact that our under nine side didn't have a chance to play in the semifinals, was that going to stop some players from coming back? Was that going to stop some players from competing? You know what this is all about? This is about the parents. That's what that's about. So you don't get to play grand finals till under 13s. You know what? I remember playing in an under 11s grand final. The Cootamundra Bulldogs beat the Tumut Blues. Matty Rodwell, star of the day as he was the entire season. Great memory for me, which I can barely remember. But I, I just know that we played in it. We played in the under-12s as well. But is that going to be the end of my life? Is that going to take from me brilliant memories for the rest of my life if I can't, can't get to play in the under-11s or the under-12s grand finals? No. If it means that they're going to stay in the game longer, do it. And that's what all the data points to. So if you start playing grand finals at under-13s, go for it. If what you're being told is, Hey, kids play longer and they enjoy the game more. Just do it. And maybe you get the kids to vote, not the parents. That might be another way to do it as well. Christian Nicolucci is quoting Shane Flanagan. They can win the comp. This is after the scrimming. Oh, you should have seen Maestro come into work today. Hello. Except for the Socceroos, right? That was that was the only downer. But yeah, Tom was brilliant. I was standing behind it all. If they can keep him fit, he's just so dangerous. Flano knows. He was there coaching last year. There's two Seagulls teams, right? Seagulls with Tom Trebojevic and the Seagulls team without Tom Trebojevic. We all know that, right? But who is the most interested spectator outside of the coaching staff and and the playing group and the administration and the Seagulls support? Who is the most interested spectator in what happens at the Seagulls and Tom Trebojevic during the course of 2024? Now, I asked Maestro that question. He said, Michael Maguire. I said second. But the most interested is James Tedesco. <laughs> Just see how things... How's Tommy Tree? Oh, three tries and two tries. Damn it. God damn, he's a good player. Um, lots of cricket around. Last night, Australia did it pretty comfortably. In the end, after they were in a bit of trouble at 5 for 91, well done, Shawnee Abbott. Uh, so he was the star player of the match, 69 off 63. Then he picked up three for 40. Josh Hazelwood, three for 43. Will Sutherland is a cricketer. He... I don't want to say, hey, that's what I did, but talking about accountability, and we'll get to that very shortly. Earlier in this Big Bash season, I said, this guy's got Australian colours written all over him, Will Sutherland. When the Renegades played the Sixers at the SCG, he is an out-and-out star. You're happy paying 100 bucks to go and see a team with no Travis Head, Mitch Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, no Dave Warner. You happy to do that? 17,000 there last night. 15,000 at the MCG. That's a bit of a concern. Lots of great cricket going on around the globe. We'll get to that. We'll get to the Socceroos. Dear, oh, dear. Son Hyung Min. It's a great free kick. It is a great free kick. And, and so they lost to a very good player. But, but, should they have been in that position? We'll get Maestro's 
Thoughts on that as well. And well done, the Roosters, securing for themselves the Dreamliner. Boeing 7879 Dreamliner. On the, <laughs> the NRL randomly told clubs which airlines they would fly with, with the Roosters striking it lucky. Isn't that fantastic? Cleaner air, smoother ride, better technology, improved temperature control. That's good. That's good. New filtration, better pressure, more humidity, lower cabin altitude. <laughs> Hang on. What? Less turbulence? How do you guarantee that? Gee, he's got his fingers all over that, Nick Pilatus, hasn't he? Seriously. But 2024 is the year of accountability. All right? 2020. We've got our post-it notes here. Pink for me, uh, green for Alex, and yellow for the listener. You make a comment. You make a prediction. You stick your neck out. It's going up. Bang. On the window. All right? And we're going to keep you accountable. And I said something on Friday that we can't remember. <laughs> but I'll make another statement right now. Tom Trebojevic plays more 20-plus games this year. Manly finished top four. There's my first. Tom Trebojevic plays 20-plus games this year. Manly finish top four. one 1170 The text line 0457-736-736. Righto, let's get to a break. Lots of text messages coming in. We'll get to that very shortly. And Zach Bailey coming up later this hour as well. Afternoons on SEN is up and running.